0: Wait, say spatchcock again. Spatchcock. Thank you. (laughs) Not as hot as it sounds. What's up everyone? Welcome to another episode of Odds and Friends. I'm your host Noelle Blood and this is the podcast where my friends tell me the interesting stories from their lives. Today we have the second part of our Dire Lion episode with Dakota and Isaiah. Um, This episode focuses a lot more on sort of the food aspects of the truck and we had a really good time recording it. I think you can hear that when you listen to the episode. So I'll just go ahead and get right into it. Enjoy. Something that I was wondering, so the menu, we have, like, all the the hits, like, the fish and the chips and the bangers and mash and the chicken tikka, but, like, what is your favorite menu item and why?
1: Ooh. I know what you're going to say. What am I going to say? I want to see you predict me. Bangers and mash. The bangers and mash is one of my favorites. I think I might be there, too. It's weird. There's not... There's not much to it just like a lot of our a lot of our menu items you know a lot of people will say like what's what's on the fish and chips and I'll go well
0: <laughs> it's fish and
1: <laughs> we
0: call the french fries chips yeah that's what they call them
1: in britain but the the bangers and mash like i don't know there's something special about it it's it literally there's four ingredients on it. There's there's the bangers, which is the Irish sausage, just a just a pork sausage. Yep. one sausage, nothing terribly fancy. Garlic mashed potatoes, and then it has an onion gravy on it, and we serve it on a hoagie roll. I know.
0: That's a lot of starch.
1: <laughs> it is a lot of a lot of uh, heavy food going on there, but something about the bread mm. and the potatoes all together. It's,
2: it's the king of cargo loaves. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Like, if, if you're drinking out at the bar, um, it is the perfect thing to soak up some we're of the blends. plan to. I yeah, or plan
1: to. Yeah. Like, because Get I... Get that bass going.
2: There have been plenty of times where I've been out drinking and it's like, I know exactly what I wish I had right now, and it's, it's something along those lines.
0: I think for me, it was like, because when you guys were first starting out, it would have been twenty, the summer of 2016 before I moved to Kansas, and I was doing distance running at the time. Mm. And so I'd be like, where's the food truck going to be? Because I need to fill up. I ran 10 miles today. So give <laughs> me, I think, the full English when you guys were doing that. I was yeah, like, give yeah. me the beans, give me yeah. the yeah. egg, yeah. put it in my body. Because you're a
2: uh, your mom. With, yeah. Yeah. Uh, she ran the... Uh, the Bellevue old, Farmers Pe- Market. Yeah, the Bellevue. Mm-hmm. So we did uh, breakfast down there in our first couple of years. That was one of our consistent every, big events. Every Saturday, yeah. Yeah, and we did, we did full English breakfast. Mm-hmm. We did all sorts of uh, fun stuff that we don't really do much often these days, actually. Don't have many reasons to.
0: I remember the French toast you guys did that was fantastic. Oh, boy.
1: the fr- uh, Me and Shelby went there for Oh, breakfast. this is another. This the, is uh, the eggy bread. And they gotta yeah, you got to say it. Eggy
2: bread. Bread. Eggie Eggie
0: bread. bread. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> that, that actually does
2: take
1: me over to
2: uh, one of our, uh, What a, it's like almost a mythical menu item because we run it maybe once a year at oh, this I point. know what you're talking about. The Grand Duke. This thing, I read about this, something, a sandwich very similar to this thing. So if you're really,
1: really hungover. <laughs>
2: this <be> I, th- <laughs> I read about this on a, on a cooking uh, image board on the internet. Yeah, Somebody had put together this sandwich that they always made when they were hungover as a hangover buster. But they would take a hoagie, and they mm-hmm. would uh, French toast, or eggy bread it, as it were. And they would put, loaded up with hash browns, uh, bacon, sausage... And maple syrup, and load that all up, and just tie it together, and that, and they called it the Grand Duke. And we did a very similar. So we ended up yeah. putting, we put,
1: um, we opted, we put, we put, we added. So we did that. We, we kept with the we bang. We had the bangers, bacon, mashed potatoes, potatoes. <laughs> and and uh, eggs, and, li- and eggs. That was right. It was yeah. scrambled eggs, cheddar,
2: and uh, Lyle's golden syrup. Yeah. That was our, uh, so that was our hangover gut
1: buster thing. It sandwich. sounds weird, and it is. It's I don't know, I weird. want
0: mashed potatoes when I'm hungover. Yeah, I think that right. all yeah. sounds great. Was, I mean, who's, yeah,
1: who's doing that? I don't know. It was, <laughs> yeah, we,
2: we break that thing out, like, I think during, like, we do it once a yeah. year these days, like, usually during an English Premier League game. Yeah. We'll do some brunches this year,
1: too. That's the other yeah. thing that's a lot, e- will be a lot easier for us to do, um. But yeah, I I actually found um that menu, like that menu board mm-hmm. uh, in my garage the other day. Oh, the, the first generation bread yeah, right oh, <laughs> and everything. I was like, we should just put that up and just do it. We should yeah, we yeah. almost yeah. thought it. Was...
0: Speaking of mythical menu items, the deep-fried Mars bars.
1: Oh yeah, that's that's
0: the
2: other mythical one. Uh we had to stop doing it mostly because Mars bars are slightly difficult to source right now. Right. We don't have, like, a wholesaler that gets them. Well, they probably. always were, but... Yeah. And they sold out very
1: quickly. Hey, maybe we could buy some. I feel some like I had...
0: Nice, yeah, we could. I feel uh, like I had one of the very uh, first ones at, like, Friends and Family Night, and I mm-hmm. died. Like, if I could have yeah. one more in my life, I'd die happy. Well,
1: so, we also kind of have a problem uh, now with it. Like, it was a little bit easier in the beginning um, because we were not as busy. Yeah. <laughs>
0: um,
1: But now like we we have no place to put it in the fryer, Mm -hmm. honestly. Yeah. Like if we put it in one fryer it's gonna taste like fish and nobody wants a Mars bar to taste like fish. no thanks. and the other one i mean somebody somewhere does yeah <laughs> and the
2: other one that's got all the chips in it it's yeah. like, well then we can't throw down chips if we have a bunch of mars
1: bars going and it just kind of sacrifices like the flow of business and yeah. stuff like that so, so we
2: do bring them back usually twice two three times a year I think. yeah
1: because they always they're good press
2: items we, one we, those did, we did
1: do it a couple weeks ago um but yeah it it it's almost mm-hmm. like we have to know that we're going to be slow on that Make it like a special <laughs> yeah. event. Yeah. Yeah, we cannot so do any special events. Like Designate boom. a fryer for
2: yeah. it. So. The Mars Bar Day is the special event. Right, yeah. Um, we did, uh, in a similar way we did fried cream eggs one Easter. One. <laughs> <gasps> that was a lot of uh, That, was that a sounds
0: lot of awful and eggs. amazing. Oh, oh,
1: they were good. They were so <laughs> good. So good. We might have to consider that again. This yeah. Year. I forgot all about that. <laughs> The fried cream eggs
2: were fun. Yeah, there's all sorts of fun things. uh, The battered sausages, we brought those back at the end of last year. It's kind of like a real thing. Yeah. Because we wanted to do a version. uh, So in Scotland, uh, chip shops in particular, they have what's called a munchie box, which is just a nine-ounce pizza box full of a little bit of bits and bobs and everything. So, like, you get a big pile of chips, but you also get some fish, some chicken, some curry, and some kebabs, maybe,
1: and, like, Donner stuff. Sometimes, and, like, a deep-fried pizza. Or yeah. Or, like, a slice of pizza. Yeah, but they, but they do all, <laughs> they these all sorts of stuff. But, yeah, yeah, they
2: say it's, like, you know, 10 to 20 pounds, and you just get, like, a huge box of just shareable stuff. So we wanted to do something kind of similar to that. So we ended up doing our uh, saucy box, the sausage box. Saucy
0: box. Saucy box. <laughs> <laughs> which,
2: was, which was like, uh, basically uh, an order and a half of chips, uh, a scotch egg and some uh, battered sausages, which are one of my absolute favorite other things, which is literally just a, uh, we take our banger sausage and we put it in the same batter that we would use for the fish and fry it up. And you put some brown sauce on it and it's just absolutely awesome. I guess another one of those perfect drunk foods.
1: Mm-hmm. Also scotch egg. We have that all the time on the menu now. So
0: I know that's what the Omaha World Herald said was like, Something that set you guys apart. Because you don't see scotch eggs on menus around yeah, here. I mean, like- every
1: once in a while. But like yeah. we, it's constant on our menu now. I think we've really figured out how to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, It was one of those things that we wanted to do. Really, we wanted to do them
2: since the beginning. But they at the time, we just did not have the pipeline. Like you were saying, we just didn't have
1: the pipeline figured out to where we could effectively <coughs> prep them. Yeah, I mean,
2: now we can bang them out. They like,
1: take they take a while, so you almost need to have somebody kind of dedicated for a little while to do them. Um, so, yeah, like, yeah, and I just, you know, I was pretty much doing all of the prep then, you know, and then mm-hmm. he would be, like, literally show up and jump in the truck, and then you'd yeah. go to, like, yeah I would,
2: we're Yeah, I would get off work at know. 4.30, and I would speed to his house <clears throat> or the diner, and be like, we gotta go, we gotta
1: go, we gotta yeah, go. try. I mean, we tried to have, like, prep cooks and stuff, but then... Mm-hmm. That was uh, that's a different story. But. <laughs> yeah.
0: I was gonna ask about like wild customer stories, but it may not be the best PR to talk negatively about any customers you've no, had. We hate them all. <laughs> <laughs> Surprisingly
2: enough, uh, we very rarely have bad customers. Oh yeah. Um, I can only remember a handful of times yeah. that I've had negative customers,
1: and and even even when, I, you know. Like, in a lot of the other places I've been, you would have, you always have bad customers. No matter where you go, you have somebody who has a problem with something, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of the places I've been before, like, you try to work through it with somebody and they're just indignant that, you know, they're right and that's it, you mm-hmm. know? Um, but what I've found with the food truck, uh, first of all, everybody's a little more relaxed. And I think it has a lot to do with the times that we mm-hmm. operate, um, you know, you're like usually after work or you're at um you're parked at a bar or something. So the person who's coming up, you know, they're off work, they're not thinking about anything, they're they've had a drink, yeah. you know, maybe. They're just coming up, all they want to do is just get some fish and chips, you know. Yeah, we've um but very easy. We've had a fair we've had a fair few. Um and I've always been able to say, Hey, this was the deal um sorry that happened and that's very few and far in between but um they're always very uh yeah. understanding about because the
0: big know. thing is that people don't want the powder on the chips right like that's the ongoing one i've heard about <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> which is yeah i mean we get that every once in a while and we try to accommodate to people who don't like it we understand that curry is not everybody's cup of tea um so, yeah, I mean, we try to do it when we can. When we're super duper busy, we're kind of like, eh, it's not. If, if it's not the, not the greatest possibility, but we usually try to do it. Yeah, if, if um, it's not super busy, it's not usually a problem. But yeah, there's, the whole thing with the curry on the chips, so we have chicken tikka on our menu, which is a common, you know, kind of chippy shop menu. Mm-hmm item um in the uk and curries are really big in the uk because of the like indian
0: british you know, occupation of india right yeah. exactly
1: chicken tikka is- which most people don't know because a lot of people go why why do you, yeah. you guys have a little bit of everything? There's Indian food, <laughs> and there's like, is that American food? I'm like, no, it's actually British food. It's but all British. A lot of
2: people don't realize that chicken tikka is considered by a lot of people to be a, if not the, national the dish, national dish th- of, great Bra- of, right. of England. Mm-hmm. Because of the old colonial days. And it's, a lot of those, what people consider to be like Indian style curries are really more British than Indian in a lot of ways. Because they yeah. made thick gravies with the local spices in the ways that they were accustomed to and that's really the origin well, of chicken tikka yeah
1: and so you know when i thought about doing the menu first and foremost we, we don't really like we, we don't liken ourselves to be like totally authentic mm-hmm. um and for me there's reason to it uh you know, I think that there's a lot of great items in the UK. So that was one of, like, my... One of my personal, you know, reasons for starting this as well was I wanted to prove to people that um, British food could be good food. Mm-hmm. A lot of times if you ask somebody, you know, what... Do you like British... Have you had British food? You know, like, British food. Yeah, isn't you're always that, like, ew. Isn't it all bland? Yeah, the stereotype of a like, being bland and, and boiled. Teasers, you know, and, <laughs> like, in... Uh, you know, and I think that's because that's the experience a lot of people have had. Um, and we do get people every once in a while who are like, this is not how I had it when I was in London, blah, 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 blah. Well, what's
2: ironic about that, just is a slight side note, it's usually Americans who do that, by the
1: way. Right. <laughs> you know, like people who traveled there, they the, don't really... Yeah, Expats
2: <laughs> tend to really like us. Uh, we have very few... Expats are one of two are uh, one of two mindsets. They're either extremely excited that there's a chippy right here in front of them in America, or they're very very skeptical about yeah. literally everything we do.
1: And about ninety percent of the time, they come back and go, "That was that was bloody good." So, <laughs> um, but uh, but like I don't know, like what's a good like the pickle and cheddar sandwich? I always talk yeah. about that. So. Pickle and cheddar, pickle and ched, whatever. Pickle and cheese, buddy, is what they would call it. Um, basically, you know, there it would come like just plain white bread. It would be cold cheese and cold pickle. And the pickle on it is is a Branson pickle chutney. So it's a pickled vegetable chutney. It's kind of sweet and savory all at the yeah. same time. It's, it's got some carrot and rutabaga and...
2: Onion. Onions. Um, yeah, a
1: whole large of vegetables in there. And it's really tasty with the cheddar... But they sort of look cold, and you know I think we tried it when tried yeah. it like that when we started out, and I was like, "This sucks." And then <laughs> like, hey, I personally like it. Like, I, like I mean, the flavors too. the flavors are good. Yeah. flavors are good. But you butter the bread and you grill it on both sides like a grilled cheese, and all of a sudden it's something drastically. different. Yeah. Yeah. it becomes a lot. Yeah. Takes it
0: over the top. I I'm
2: a, I love it. I prefer a grilled. Like I like it both ways, but uh, we we very quickly discovered mm-hmm. uh, that this was one. It was a huge winner. Like there are people who, uh, several friends of mine, and just random people who are just like this is the best damn sandwich I've ever had. And like one they of my obviously
1: charge more for it. We probably, <laughs> <laughs> we
2: probably ought to, but it's you know, five bucks right now on the menu. Come it's five bucks. <laughs> but pickle's not terribly expensive, and the cheese it's just a grilled cheese with a really good. Uh, Pickled vegetables on it. It just it sounds really really simple because it is, but it's awesome. It's so good.
1: Yeah.
2: And it's one of those things that a lot of people will like because you write it out in the menu. It's this a uh, pickle and cheese. Yeah. And people imagine that's like dill pickles. Yeah. We actually had
1: somebody on Saturday like, was there supposed to be pickles on there? I was like, well, there
0: was.
1: <laughs> <laughs> how you're thinking about it? <laughs> Pickled vegetables. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I mean, you know, it's just like little little tweaks like that and the same thing with the fish and chips. So fish and chips, traditionally, you would just get fish and then pretty much plain, maybe salted chips. You know, exactly the same style as we use. It's a thick-cut steak fry, uh, essentially. Um, and, you know, I just thought, well, what's the, we should yeah. put a seasoning on that. It should yeah. taste like something, right? Mm-hmm. But if we're going to do that, like let's not americanize it let's not put like garlic powder or something on it and call it a day what would be something that can you know kind of call back to the food culture in the uk and i thought well curries curries are a big thing and uh you know there's a local place in omaha uh, amsterdam that does these curry Fries, and I think they literally just use like a curry powder. I really. think
2: they just use a slightly salted We got curry a secret, blend. <laughs> yeah. A secret blend. Yeah. Proprietary. We, <laughs> <a little laughs> we went through a fair few iterations to get that recipe right. Yeah. And it's, it's really good. I think it's we, like, when <laughs>
0: you tell me people don't want it. I'm like, why? It's my favorite. Like, when we were in oh, there yeah. in August, mm-hmm. like, I threw all COVID caution to the wind and I'm like, you aren't finishing your chips? Put them in my box. <laughs> Put them in my box. I'll take them home for later. And I did eat them it's, later. When you know, you
1: know. It's, yeah. It's, uh, uh I there's the thing I uh, the thing I like to say is like we're getting a, a whole like uh, young younger group of kids like hooked on curry before they know what they're doing you know because oh, yeah. I think
0: that's one of those <laughs> things that it sounds scary because like, you think like curry is going to be yeah, hot well, yeah <laughs>
1: that's our, about it it's crazy yeah
2: it's because every once in a while you'll get it's usually <clears throat> older folks who who request them without the curry which is it's fair I suppose right. Did not grow up enjoying that sort of spice, then that's entirely fair.
1: It's far too late for you,
0: right?
1: (laughs) (laughs) You can't change your life anymore. (laughs) Set in your ways,
2: but yeah, like like you were saying, like it's the way to do it. Like every time somebody asks if they can get them without the curry, I'm just in my mind, I'm just like,
0: why? It's the best part. I agree.
1: Although it stains your fingers. Like, it does. That's, it makes my weeks. fingernails yellow, but That's I'm like, it's worth so it. <laughs> I, th- I thought about getting little, uh, Little like towel, like those moist towels that you. Get oh yeah, like front, wipes. You know? Might <laughs> yeah, that'd be a bad idea. With a little diner. I think on that would that.
0: be perfect, honestly, because like I always stain my fingernails, so I like got my hands in my mouth like a gross person trying <laughs> to make them not yellow. And uh, I know Amsterdam that's, has a. That's like, a, that's fours. a good,
1: yeah, that's a good sign of like you know like like Cheetos and Doritos like so you just can't stop eating the chips until they're done. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've already got the curry on. There. Got the fingers, <laughs> so, yeah. We could take
2: a, a leaf out of Amsterdam's book and get the. Key little chip forks i do love have.
0: the little The fits. little chip
1: forks are cute i don't
0: use them but i love them i, mean, like the
1: thing. I don't use them either Let's i don't either but <laughs> that's not litter the world with yeah that's true yeah. Forks. i
0: think wet wipes are a great idea that'd be hilarious
1: <laughs> yeah, <like laughs> but yeah this is a fork for ants very, It's very instagrammable though
2: because <laughs> you get the tiny little chip fork on top and that's like, true
1: but, well, if it's <laughs> for Instagram, then throw all caution to the Yeah, place. you yeah. got to do it for the gram. Uh, now, also, yeah, I... As, <laughs> as, 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 standing in traffic over that, you know? <laughs> yeah, I,
0: I will say that uh,
2: this is probably not a surprise.
0: <laughs> <laughs> if you know anyone who... <laughs>
2: <laughs> if you know anyone who works in food service, like, as a chef or anything, like... This is... I, I, correct me if I'm wrong, but my understanding is that... Uh, uh, culinary professionals fucking hate instagram
1: uh yeah i don't know it's probably a love hate thing it's one of those things that like <laughs> it, it's it's a good tool for getting people out and uh you know trying your food uh but sometimes i feel like it has to be so over the top that it's yeah. like you know to really get those likes going yeah.
0: It's you guys do some over the top things like i'll see like jess will will like repost things from trucks and taps like look at this amazing burger and i'm like that is amazing but i don't want to drive to millard Like <laughs> <But> i'm sorry <laughs> no, i it. don't want to be in millard over the top i'm thinking about this burger that you guys did
2: this is an inside joke to my uh to our old house that uh so i lived in for all, for all intents and purposes was a frat house in college Um, it was unofficial and all of us were huge turbo nerds but we had house parties all the time and it was a frat and everything but name but I
1: love turbo nerds (laughs) oh yeah it's completely accurate but we uh,
2: but we made like a it was almost like a really really bizarre love letter to all of the adventures that we had had in that house where this this stupid burger was like a uh, deep fried turkey burger with like A chicken wing and a fried (laughs) egg. (laughs) Oh, right. And I'm trying to remember what everything that was on the the name. (laughs) thing. Oh, a habanero popper. Yeah.
0: Well, can we put on a bun? <laughs> well,
2: because these were all throwbacks to things that had happened, because yeah. one of our old roommates... It
1: was like, nobody else is going to get this, but you'll get it. Yeah,
2: like, exactly. Yeah. Like, we sold it to all of our friends and a couple people who were curious about this ridiculous pile of meat. That <laughs> <was curious.
1: laughs>
0: that's what Michael calls me sometimes, a ridiculous pile of meat. <laughs>
1: that's my stage name.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Meatloaf been done. Ridiculous pile of meat, that's what's there on trend.
2: It was just... I can't even remember. But they were like... Every single thing on this sandwich was an inside joke, basically. Well, yeah. Because
1: we would do... We would do, like... Almost every weekend. Like, there was something... Like, I feel like we would make up things to do for the next weekend. Like, every time. So we, like... Obviously, like... We had a Thanksgiving thing. Which we still do. We still do a Friendsgiving, like, sort of thing every year. Um, The one year... Uh, me and my culinary knowledge at the time, I tried to fry a turkey in, there, uh, <laughs> yeah. in their driveway. Well, it was like, I don't know how freaking The cold. coldest day of the year was so, so cold, far. so cold, right? And windy. Yeah. And I didn't have the right equipment for it, and it was windy, and the flames kept blowing out, and the oil never got hot. And this deep-fried turkey, which, when you deep-fry a turkey... It's supposed to cut the time like by you know a drastic amount like Mm. a 20 pound turkey takes like 25 minutes or something Mm. like that very fast right so usually you bake a turkey it's like four hours Mm. well our 25 minute turkey turned into like an eight hour endeavor because it just wasn't (laughs) working yeah then we ended up bringing it inside and i was like well we gotta keep cooking this and everybody kept checking on it and remember ben being like well i don't want anyone to get any worms or anything so So we i think we ended up just spatchcocking it and doing it yeah so so we we baked it and it was still like somehow the best damn turkey we've ever had
0: it was awesome (laughs) wait say spatchcock again spatchcock thank you
2: (laughs) not as hot as it sounds
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. No. 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 Actually, you you <laughs>
2: remove the spine, which
0: ooh, sexy, that lets, kind of. That lets you get a lot
2: of positions that would normally be
0: impossible. It
2: <laughs> <laughs> really,
1: really lays it off flat, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, sprawled out, loosey goosey. Get them legs Lucy. really far.
0: <laughs> that would be called spread turkey, right? That's spread eagle. Gotta <laughs> <Yeah.
1: laughs> be God, uh, really uh, but yeah, there was that. Just took
0: a turn. Um, <laughs>
1: yeah
0: we put a deep uh, anyways thanks for coming to our podcast <laughs> thanks so much again to dakota and isaiah from the dire lion Girl and chippy for joining me for these two episodes um they were a blast to record so i appreciate them finding the time for me uh, thank you to my fiance michael anderson for producing our intro music that I love so very much. And thank you so much to you for listening. We'll catch you next time.